0: To start off,
1: yeah, all right. All right, hello, hello, <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number two of Yevon's Takes. I didn't think there was going to be an episode two, but yet here we are.
0: Here we are, and somehow I'm here. How did I get here? Well,
1: my dad decided <laughs> to hop on to the show, and he may be my new co host because he I'm a Yevon. He's a Yevon. Might as well put the Yevons together into Let, the show.
0: Let's see what happens. Let's put. Let's see what how this soup tastes. If we're gonna throw all these components in there, is it gonna be gumbo or is it gonna be a a nice consommé? Huh? We call it a masterful soup. Whatever I you wanna call it. Well, how much spice are you willing to put into this? You're gonna take from yourself and put it out there. Give it to these people that are they're, they're hungering. They're hungering for good content.
1: Okay, all right. Here we go. So
0: the first episode, we talked about
1: MLB. This is a show where we talk about everything. We could talk about sports. We could talk about life. We could talk about food. We could talk about movies, or you could talk about New York City. But <laughs> we're City. gonna take a we're gonna take a break from sports. And a special event happened on Saturday, right?
0: You know, Saturday was one of those days. One of those events that you you. I was so proud to be part of. You know, I I got this macaroni and cheese with this double bacon. It was unbelievable. No, I'm just kidding. That's not that's not what happened.
1: So you're telling me that me graduating from Sacred Heart University with a master's degree, a master's degree, you a with, master of something? Yeah, the master, <laughs> the master of the arts, the master of science, the master of communication.
0: Yes, we said you're the master of the universe from Sacred Heart. University University in beautiful Fairfield.
1: Fairfield, Connecticut, yes. Yes. And uh, that was definitely one road that, if you asked me four years ago, I didn't think I would be going down this road.
0: You know, circumstances take you places. And sometimes you're in situations where you say, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this crap anymore. I need to better myself. It took an airborne illness for
1: me to realize I needed to make a change in my life. Let that sink in for a second.
0: You don't want that to sink in too hard, but anyway, no, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, for those of you who may not know, I went to Curry College. I got my bachelor's degree in special education. Yes, I know. Two very, very different, two very different um, degrees. Two different programs well, I was in.
0: You're always dealing with challenging people in any respect,
1: but yes. Well, yeah, well. Well, the reason why I wanted to become a teacher is because I wanted to actually make a difference in the world. I originally thought about doing like sports media, sports broadcasting, or just any kind of broadcasting for my bachelors, but in a way, it made me feel like that I was not helping out in the community, helping out in the world, you know, making a difference, one of those kind of things.
0: Well, you know, it's it's a lot like dating. You really don't know what you're getting until you get into it, and sometimes the first date could seem okay. Sometimes the first show seems okay. You don't know what's going on. And they go, you know what? I don't think I want to be here. This is not me.
1: It only took like a couple of years to to make me realize. I'm like, I definitely don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Although, not every aspect of (laughs) teaching sucked. I'm going to be straightforward. Not all of it sucked, but all right. I'm going to give it an 80-20 suckage percentage. 80% sucking, 20% rewarding. So...
0: I I heard more of the suckage, you know, I I think you coming home and and hearing the horror stories and the war stories and and seeing the the different things that you had to put up with, you know, and you're saying, you know what, I'm doing this for what? I'm really not getting anything out of this. I'm young, you know, and you're at a point where you can go, you know what, I got to follow that dream, baby. I'm going to take it where it needs to go. Well, let's be honest.
1: I knew a change had to happen. After I worked at the, the autism school in, in Wallingford, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This is definitely way, way too much. I even took a break from it. I ended up working at a liquor store, and I actually went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting, which actually kind of helped me out in a way, but it got me realized that I really, really actually wanted to stay in this field.
0: Sure, but uh, a lot of times it's getting that that piece of paper that's gonna help, and uh, and by by doing your masters, you got, when it went, you know, it was, it was an environment that I've never seen before. Just by going to the graduation and the fact that your team of everyone that graduated with you seemed so happy and tight-knit, and the professors that were there were were warm and, and intimate with, you know, they, they were like, they really gave a damn about what you guys were doing and how you're going to proceed. I, I, I never saw that before in a school. This is one of the most unique years let's be honest
1: i don't think i've told you too much of what it's actually like to create a broadcast in the middle of a pandemic with no fans wearing a mask all the time it was definitely a challenge it was a lot different because games had to get postponed players were getting tested positive for covid uh we don't know if there was going to be any games going to be happening in the future it was it was not easy but yet here we are we made it all work
0: you did but we're we're of course, not out of it yet. And as as this these new strains are coming out, there's no doubt in my mind that, that games will be canceled again and if, if things aren't done in the right way. And uh, if you don't get your vaccination, you, you should not be able to go to these games. You're, you're just a public threat to the rest of everybody else. I'm putting it out there, man. I'm taking a stand. This is my take. Just remember this.
1: I thought a couple of months ago, I thought we were completely out of it. No masks, able to do activities. It was actually nice to go to a bar for once, seeing a bunch of young people interacting with young people, pretending like whatever happened last year never existed. Now I just feel like everything is slowly slowly going back to what happened last year.
0: And personally, I don't like it. Who does? This, you know, another slowdown like this and... Now people aren't going back to work, or they're all working from home for who knows how long, which affects every other business in the area. You take a place like a a major insurance company in Hartford, for instance. If there if those people are not going back to work, that means all the restaurants in the area, all the, the shops, all the anything down to the tailor, to anything in that area, is going to suffer and, and wither away from from all this.
1: Well. You know me right now. Currently, I'm also... I'm currently working from home. And I will admit, the first two months wasn't too much of a fan of it because I'm not used to it. I'm so used to actually going to the workplace environment, interacting with other people, telling them, like, how what's going on, hearing their stresses, hearing the positives, what they're doing for the weekend, what kind of... What cup of coffee are you drinking from and all that other stuff. But working from home is definitely a different environment. And I hope it's not too much longer because... I would actually like to go back into the office eventually.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. You know, uh, there, there's, there are some positive aspects to socialize with people on a face-to-face level. You know, uh, when you've been doing it as long as I did, sometimes you kind of go, you know what? Maybe it's okay hanging out in my in the basement and not having to deal with people's politics. In that respect, it's nice. But now the fact that some companies, they actually are watching you on their computer to see what kind of work you're doing so it kind of opens up other privacy issues so you know it's one in the advent of all this technology we have now that there's a lot of watching going on and you know you got to put one thing against the other
1: well i hope whoever they're watching me they're looking at me and, beco- and seeing, this guy is very studious. He's working as hard as he possibly can. He's making sure everything gets done in time before he has to clock out. Sometimes at 2.30 in the morning, sometimes sure. at 4 a.m., as you
0: may know. So Exactly. But you're you're digressing, of course. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so you got your degree. You were digressing. You were the one that was bringing up the whole vaccination and the... <laughs> that. Because it's all tied in, man. When are you going to figure that out? What, you su- <laughs> you're just
1: trying to sound like Jeff Lebowski from The Big Not Bay at Blasting? all. Not all, man. This is just who I am. Let me make you a White Russian while you're at it. How does that sound? Not during the day. you have another two
0: and a half hours to five o'clock. Then it's happy hour.
1: Oh, five o'clock is always happy hour, no it's matter what day. Uh, no matter what day of the week it is. It, it
0: could be depending on the kind of day you had, you know. So now that you graduated, <laughs> <laughs> back to
1: back to. Uh, non-digression terms well, the they, oh, they will, there will
0: be this. tangents that's just the way that's the way conversation is and if there are other people here and I know you're there you're listening you can, you want to jump in you want to talk about your, t- your cookies and you want to talk about other things you want to you
1: want to you talk want, about you, the freshest can of IPA that's out there ice cream man
0: I don't know we could talk about how every IPA tastes the same to me now but that's another story and well, that could be another episode if you want to talk about it the booze industry
1: how it's completely changing so
0: it it has changed and uh, maybe you know you know, it has to get very diversified pro comes back, you know, it has to get all crazy, you know. You know what hasn't changed? My graduation status.
1: <laughs> Your graduation status, you know, the First ever Yepin, by the way, to earn his master's degree. That that sink in. That is quite unbelievable. I know. I well I knew at some point I wanted to go back to grad school and, and accomplish something because it felt like even with a bachelor's degree, I felt like I was still going nowhere. It almost felt like if I had a high school diploma and I'm just like applying to all these different jobs. Like, okay, some of them require you need like 15 years of experience, or some of it you you need a master's degree or five years in this field. It's just like, uh, yeah. what about the person? You know,
0: actually, when you go for an entry level job now, you need 15 years experience. So if, even if you're not alive, 15 so, years. So, so let me get this straight.
1: I'm currently 26 right now. You're telling me I have to be 41
0: to get an entry level job? No, you had to start working at 11 to get the job.
1: Well, that's not very ideal because the next thing is like, where's the next piece of macaroni going to be on my uh, science project or well, that's, something like that's that?
0: That's why we do these kind of things. This is like this is a form of free entrepreneurship. You're out there. You're putting your product out there, and who's going to listen? Who's going to like kind of derive something? And this something like this can grow into something else. Who knows? You're a guy that needs to be in front of a microphone. You're, you're good with stats, you're good with other things, but this is where you live.
1: I'm good at being a pain in the ass?
0: A professional. I don't <laughs> know, and I, 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 I'm sure there's some genetic component to that, but nonetheless... Well, I must have got it from someone. Maybe. I don't think I got it from my mom. I don't know. She's got a big mouth sometimes. Oh! Oh! Oh, 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 We're oh. doing the Sopranos oh now all of a sudden. Uh, why well, do you yeah. think everything I say is from somewhere else? Do you think I have my well, own personality? What you... do you think I'm just like a, an amalgamation of other things? Well, you made me, so here mm-hmm. I am today. There you go.
1: So, yeah, I know I was built to do something like this. Why do you think I went back to grad school to feel that it was completely different than when I was going for my bachelor's?
0: Well, because deep down you really wanted to do this, but you kind of thought that you, and maybe maybe you were led to believe that that would be a road that would make sense. And you know, and, and if I've had anything to do with that, you know, the whole thing is when, you, when you're when you in high school and you got to kind of figure out what school you're going to and what kind of major, you kind of play that whole game. Well, what am I good at? And, and what can I do to make a difference? Da, da 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 make a difference, make money. Yeah, the whole thing, you know, yeah, make a living. So the whole thing is, What what can I do at least to fake my way through this world to make a few bucks and and kind of be able to buy things and enjoy this world while we're living in it?
1: I don't know. Well, I thought teaching was – I always remember we had conversations about this. You always told me like, James, what do you actually want to do and all that. And I did Unified Sports for five years, I think. And I'm like saying to myself, this was was my calling at one point. And I know I couldn't go to school in New York City because New York City does not have very good – does not have a good education system but anyway the point is is that i knew i had to make it i knew i had to make that kind of change when i went for my bachelor's and here i am master's degree went for sports broadcasting by the way that was not the easiest degree ever i know you could say 3.95 gpa that i've done well plug
0: plug plug yes
1: yes i am plugging my gpa on here okay (laughs) because my gpa in my bachelor's was like 2.95 well, Look at that jump!
0: Well, yeah. What do you attribute that to? Did you, you did you work harder, or did you just like the work you were doing more, or was it all of the above?
1: All of the above. You really think I enjoyed
0: doing the work at Curry College? Well, I, I, I thought that you you did really well in Pilates. I thought you really excelled at that stretch.
1: Now, for those of you who <laughs> may be
0: listening for the
1: first time. I graduated early from Curry College. I was one, I think I was one credit away from graduating, and that one credit was Pilates.
0: Well, you needed a one-credit class that could fill to get to, you out to of the To 120,
1: or... which got me out early, by the way,
0: which was... And it was either professional basket weaving or Pilates, so you took the Pilates. You or... figured which one suits my personality more. All right, or <laughs> if there was a class that was
1: professional pain in the ass, I probably would have done well at that. But
0: anyway, that's not the point.
1: But yes, Pilates was the way to
0: go, so... Do, do you use any of those moves today or, or did you feel like it was like once you crammed for the final and that Pilates thing, you kind of, you forgot every stretch and you just went on your merry way?
1: Honestly, I could give two craps about Pilates. I just wanted to get out of there because I knew I needed to get out of there. I know my friends didn't want me to leave, but I knew I needed to leave.
0: Well, you know, you, you're influenced by the people you hang out with. And, and I, I remember you coming back and, and listening to a lot of uh, country music. And I, I was like shocked, and, but it wasn't like the country music of the old days, obviously it was a lot of the, the newer stadium uh, stuff, which...
1: Florida Georgia Line, Zach Brown Band, uh, Cole Swindell, I can name a bunch right now. My friends still listen to, to this day. I listen to it every now and then, but not all the time. Now, did
0: you really like that music or was it more like a social experiment to kind of hang out with people and, and then get a few beers and go see a show?
1: Well, a bit of both, actually.
0: We had some good time. We had some good times at
1: the, at those country concerts. I want to do a quick shout out to my to
0: my buddies <laughs> who took
1: me to those country concerts. My buddy Rob Luton, my buddy Michael Kula, and my buddy Jay Collin. And for one of those concerts, Mr. Jimmy Adamakis. We had some good times there, despite coming back at two thirty in the morning from uh, what was it Florida Georgia Line five years ago? That that kind of sucked, but you know what? It it all worked out. It was a lot of fun.
0: That's cool.
1: I had my moments, and now here I am listening to classic rock, and not
0: stopping once again. So well, you could listen to whatever you like. Don't don't just because I you know I may not like a certain aspect of music. That's that's all about you and your take on on what you like. You know, this, we all got our our preferences in life.
1: Yes, exactly. Now here's the <laughs> next question: What happens now? What happens next? Now that I have a master's, what is going to happen now?
0: Well. I don't know how in-depth you want to get with that, but the the, the whole point of it is you're, you're kind of in a situation at, at a certain organization, yes. doing doing a certain position, which, which you enjoy. I do enjoy doing it, yes. I do enjoy it. And you play it out. You kind of go, okay, this is where I want to be, and this is the kind of company I want to work for because it's right in my wheelhouse.
1: In the state that I want to live in, in eventually.
0: St- It's got everything going for it, and and you play it out. And you do the best that you're doing, and you don't complain like you don't. And you take on more responsibilities like an adult, and you get recognized for your achievements, and then you move up the ladder. Sit down, shut up, and be grateful for what is given to you. There you go. Is that the proper way of saying it? Well, you're at at your. Yeah, I I I think it's you got if you're gonna go that corporate route then you got to play that game but it will help you in the long run if you're seen as well as and when when things get back to more of a normal pace and you're actually your face is being seen in, a, in an office for that respect that'll help you i'm
1: trying my very best you know marketing and and platforming it's probably one of the toughest things to do out there as someone who's been doing podcasts for a few years now I know one of the toughest things is to get listeners. It is not easy at all.
0: Yeah, that's a whole uh, enigma. The whole thing is the whole world of, of sports broadcasting has changed. I think in the past, just guys needed to get in front of a microphone and watch a game and talk. Now, like you said, now there's a lot more production-oriented parts going on. There's marketing. There's self-promotion. How are you going to get people to sponsor your show? And that's where the you know, they're going to build. That's going to build your audience as well, and you're going to get paid for it, which is nice. This is all very nice. But you know, eventually, you know, if, if some green came back, you know, with your name on it, then that much better.
1: A nice five million dollar check would be nice, would it? But you know what? Sometimes you gotta work hard for it. But yeah, also with doing this to be exact, yes. everyone is now doing it and every topic is the same thing over and over and over and over again. I didn't want that kind of thing. I wanted to do something that was more variety-based. Yes, I can talk about sports all day. I could talk about how much the Yankees freaking suck, but they they beat the Chicago White Sox, so they're doing all right right now. I could talk about how your Mets got swept by the Dodgers and they were 2 for 28 with runners in scoring position in the 3-game series.
0: You could talk about one thing or you could talk about the whole globe, the the, the world and all the things that, that 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 are inside your brain that make you happy or not happy. And that's and that, that I think that's a more fulfilling uh, you know, show at least for you. I don't know if anyone else gives a, they give a damn about it, but nonetheless, as long as you do, you and I'll sit here and talk about it as well because I I, I can talk about anything.
1: Why do you think I like talking about variety? Because I'm trying to get everyone involved. Yes, I can get my my sports people involved. I can talk about films, movies. I can sure. talk about that all day long. Goodfellas is still the best movie ever made.
0: <laughs> and that's all the things that make you you. You know the fact that you you dig that kind of stuff, and that's and you're. you're you're a student of the world, and you're constantly being exposed to new media and and the news and all kinds of things, and you just want to be a a filter and like bring that in and spit it back out onto people, like an Adam Shine almost or you, Stephen A. Smith. Hey, they're you know that's they're the best at what they do. Well, Adam Shine,
1: you know Adam Shine holds a special place in my heart. Watching Loudmouths mm-hmm. <laughs> every. Uh, Every week, every weekday, talking about how dormant the Yankees' offense was, or A. Rod being a steroid-infested freak, just to name a couple of things. So,
0: well, that's you know, the thing is when when you've been doing it a while, and then you you're able to come in from a, a place of authority, or you could just say it now anyway, you know. But but if you, it, it comes with more credence and more power when you have that respect and that and those mo- those miles behind you. So, but you've been watching sports more than half your life, so I think you're you're if anyone could could make comments about it, it's you.
1: Oh yeah, of course. I don't care what other people say and all that other stuff. I was called a snowflake after posting one of my episodes. Was it when I was doing life in pinstripes? I'm like, well, at least I had the balls to actually talk about it.
0: There's a lot of pussies out there that, that think that they're big people that are anonymous behind a, a post. And, you know, everyone's, like, so goddamn self-righteous, well, they could shut their fucking mouths, okay?
1: Well, they, they, they think they're king of the worlds right now. They think they're sitting with their, literally, their backs arched, arms to their sides, I have the power to talk about whatever I want. Fire, Aaron Boone, You know, that kind of things is, like, ugh.
0: And that, that's their opinion. Now, the whole thing is, like, when, when a team is going downhill, and things kind of bounce back and forth, of course, but... You know, do you blame management, or do you blame the players, or you blame the coaches, or is it a combination where just the mojo is not there? Oh, you've seen me at me. you've seen me at my worst this this season so far.
1: Now here's the thing: you see me at my worst, have I been somewhat correct or opinion? I know everything's opinionated and all, but did you see the points that I was trying to bring up?
0: Yeah. Well, the whole thing is just like any other corporation: the people within that organization have to watch what they say when they're doing all these press conferences because their job is on the line too. And if they're going to slag the manager and upper management, then they they could be putting themselves in a bad position. So you be on the outside, you could say whatever you like, and it really is no hair off your head one way or the other. Do you, do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. You know, it is... It's people who make those kind of comments that give a bad rep to like you know like fans like me. Like how many times have you been out there and, and people say like they hate Yankee fans because they're so uh, spoiled that they say because they have their twenty seven rings. How often do I say do I ever say that I'm like well, I'm not jealous I have twenty seven rings. Do I ever say that?
0: No, but why why are the Yankees hated and why are they consider this big machine that just has an unlimited money to throw around and basically put together. The, the best team on paper. While sometimes, you know, peanut butter and tuna don't go together. You know, you may have all these like great components, but you put them together and it doesn't make a team. Hey, I didn't think peanut butter and sauerkraut would
1: work, but yet, it did. A very bizarre combination. That, that was a
0: tangent, but yes, it did work.
1: Well, you (laughs) were talking about peanut butter. Of course, when you talk about peanut butter, that was the first thing that came to my mind, was the peanut butter and
0: sauerkraut.
1: (laughs) But, but man, it's a—it's uh, definitely been a ride. And can we also talk about how hot it was that day? Or the there, how it was like pouring. And I'm like, I thought we were going to have a. Uh...
0: Oh, the day that we went to the game? No, the, the uh, graduation. No, the graduation. graduation. Oh, well, back there? Yeah. Well, the whole thing was, there was torrential storms where we couldn't see out the window driving there. And I'm like, how are we going to do an outdoor ceremony in the pouring rain? And will the head of the school show up on a horse?
1: Avon High School infamous class of 2013 graduation
0: and all are your graduations in the rain is my question
1: that would have been my second graduation in the rain because well i didn't go to my bachelor's one because i was working and
0: Mm -hmm. i just didn't feel like going so but you know that it it totally cleared up like it never it was a perfect perfect day so it it all worked out for you
1: it did work out even though i had a lot of pit stains and Stain and like sweat stains all over all all over my shirt.
0: Yeah, that's 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 really nice. You paint a picture. That's good. Well,
1: of course, they need to paint. (laughs) A picture needs to be painted. Okay, maybe put on the the Guggenheim Museum or something like that somewhere in uh in uh, New York City.
0: Now, you when you look at that part of Connecticut, could you see yourself living there as opposed to in New Jersey, or do you feel like you got to be right there?
1: I would think. The school systems down there are probably far superior than the school systems in New Jersey, like
0: to raise a family and all that. Well, I'm stuff. not talking about raising a family. I'm talking about you as a, oh. as a single guy and you're, you're looking to break out and, and get your first place. And could you see yourself – do you see yourself more metro right in the city or right outside the city? 100%, yes. I've always had my heart and soul
1: in New Jersey, even Manhattan. That's right. I was thinking big. I, eventually, I do want to live in Manhattan if I ever, or whenever I make millions and millions of dollars, have a nice penthouse in Midtown Manhattan overlooking the city skyline. You know. Well,
0: that's the only way you can do New York. I think is if you've got the cash and the space. Because I see these these apartments that are like about three, four thousand bucks, and they're they're shoebox, and that gets you there geographically, but. If you don't have any place to put your clothing or anything, you don't even have a real kitchen. You're, you're, you've you're, got a college refrigerator and a freaking microwave oven and that's your kitchen. Then I don't think that's going to work.
1: You make things work out. Studios. Even if it's... Just think of it this way. even It could be the smallest apartment. Literally the apartment could be the size of this living room right now. But you're still living in New York City in a way. Not worth it, but you're still living in the well, city. It,
0: it's, and that's up to you, though. It's, 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 a, you know, it's the market and what it's willing to bear and what you're willing to pay for it. The thing is, when COVID hit, everybody was leaving the city and coming up here. So the, the rents dropped, and people thought that New York City was totally dead. Now that it's somewhat come back, the rents went back up, and it's kind of, it's all cyclical, and it's all fear, and it's all based on the news you read. Hey,
1: I was scared. I actually wanted to make that huge jump into the city because I knew that's where all the companies are, all the sports media companies. It's true. MLB, all those SNY, Yes Network. I wanted to make that jump. But of course, I was too scared because I knew I was going to be broke if I ever had to do something like that and probably work until I go to bed at like 5.55 and then have to get up at 6 just to do the next job. So,
0: Well, a lot of companies also opened up in uh, like Stanford, Connecticut, so... Theoretically, they're not all in New York anymore, and a lot of places are, are working remotely now, so that's probably, it, it's more like how do you get your foot in the door? Which, you've got your foot in the door. It's a matter It's a matter of just climbing up the all stairs. those stairs.
1: Climb up, climbing up all the stairs. Graduation 2021. We made it. James Yevon, Master of Arts in Sports Communication and Media with a Master in Sports Broadcasting. I want to thank the people at Sacred Heart, by the way, for providing me an education and opportunities that I obviously took care of. And I loved every second of it, even though it was a lot of work. I loved it, though.
0: That's beautiful. You know, I I got a good vibe on campus and I I think they did. They did right by you. And uh, and they'll be there. You know, it seems like they're it's like a long term kind of thing where you're not just out the door. So you just stay in touch and more and more opportunities come your way. Easily the best decision I've ever made in my life.
1: Career-wise, best decision i made in my life.
0: So if you go to Sacred Heart and mention James Yevon, then you'll get 10% off of your next uh, tuition. What are you trying to do? A- <laughs> 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 All
1: right. And at that point, that was the Masterful Journey. The Masterful Journey will continue on and on and on and on.
0: So um, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully, uh, you know, we, we'll we we'll talk more. We're just like talking like this anyway. You just got the microphone on now, and I just curse less. So that's that's fine.
1: Yeah, thank you for swearing a lot less than we normally do because if the microphone was actually on during our conversations, we'd probably be on the same uh, wavelength as Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, well, it happens. Great movie. All right, if you're wondering, here is Yevon's Takes. Instagram is Yevon's Takes. I made a Facebook page. You can find this on every podcast platform, courtesy of Transistor. Thank you, CMG, for having me that. But I made an account myself. Not Just nice. saying it. And uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about whatever I want to talk about.
0: <laughs> we won't know till we, <laughs> we won't know turn once. the mic on.
1: Yes. For those of you, have a good week. We'll see you all soon. Like, comment, subscribe. Do everything. Get some views. Tell your friends. Get it out there. We have a lot to talk
0: about. Hugs and kisses.
1: Hugs and kisses. Good day, people.